Welcome back, boxing fans, to another episode on Talk and Fight of Boxing News Today. News from around the world in, in the sport of boxing starts us off in Montreal, where we saw that uh, Christian Mabilly now remains uh, undefeated after his super middleweight showdown and his toughest test of his career uh, over at Carlos Congora, who's now 21 and 2, by the way. And a war, indeed, it was by all accounts. Uh, certainly uh, a lot of action across the, the various rounds. Uh, a couple of contenders really working hard. Um, and we saw Concora actually rock Mabili twice with uppercuts, but Mabili recovered and fought back over the uh, entire duration of the fight. And Mabili punished Concora late uh, to, to win. Uh, scores were 97, 93, 98, 92, 99, 91, thereby allowing Mabili to retain his WBA intercontinental, sorry, international and WBC continental America's titles. Great fight indeed. In the heavyweight division, uh, we saw Simon Keane, 23 and 1, 22 knockouts, score a seventh round knockout over former world title challenger Eric the Drummer Boy at Molina. Now 29 and 9. is a bit uh, slow paced, apparently, by all accounts, but for the most part, opened up in the seventh round. And uh, in that round, Keane connected with a right hand to put Molina on the canvas. We're good. Time being 2 minutes 39 seconds, as I said, of that seventh round. Elsewhere on that card over in Montreal, we saw super lightweight Steve Claggett uh, broke down and stopped Rafael Guzman. Uh, over seven brutal rounds of infighting. Guzman finally didn't come out for round number eight. Unbeaten lightweight, by the way, Luis Santana, and 9-0, three knockouts. Scored a technical knockout over Francisco Otero Ramirez Martinez. He's 11-5, by the way. In round three, the bout was halted when Martinez turned away after taking a liver shot. Love those liver shots. Time is one minute, 23 seconds of round number three. Leila Bedouin, uh, Beat uh, Lala Avandano in the Super Featherweight Division. Wilkins Mathieu uh, beat Jose Saldana in the Super Middleweight Division. Joan Arribio knocked out Alejandro Medina in the Super Featherweight Division. And Vanessa LePage Jonis won in four rounds over at Princess Hairston in the Female Cruiserweight Division. Good stuff. We saw that. Uh, the Ramirez Kami uh, press conference uh, yesterday uh, said uh, Jose Ramirez, we're focused on Richard Kami. This is going to be a good fight. We look forward to delivering a lot of excitement. It was an honor for me to fight here in Fresno in front of people who saw me grow up as a fighter. I hope to get out there on Saturday, showcase my talent in front of the people who love me the most. This is going to be at the Save Mart Center in Fresno, California. Richard Kami, for his part, said, I'm always excited to get back in the ring. This is what I do. It's going to be an interesting fight on Saturday. I really want to become a two-time world champion, so I'm coming strong. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, we also saw a press conference between uh, Dave Benavidez and Caleb Plant, two guys who do not like each other. Uh, super middleweight rivals David the Mexican Monster Benavidez and Caleb Plant stated their intention to settle their rivalry emphatically during Thursday's uh, press, final press conference before they meet. Uh, for Benavidez uh, WBC interim title headlining uh, action live on Showtime pay-per-view this Saturday night at the MGM Grand, Grand Garden Arena in Las Vegas. 
Benavidez said, I'm going to break Caleb's jaw on Saturday night by the sixth round. I've hurt everyone I've gotten in the ring with, and I can't say the same for him. I guarantee I'm going to hurt him. I really don't like that guy at all. This is definitely the grudge match that everybody wants to see. For his part, Caleb Plant responded, the fans are going to see me get my hand raised. That's what I'm guaranteeing. I feel I'm the better boxer. I have the better IQ. I have more experience. I have better pedigree. I'm going to show on Saturday night. Uh, I'm one of the best in the world at what I do. We've yet to see if he can perform at this level, but we're going to find out. <laughs> Good stuff. Alrighty, on we go to uh, a bit of a follow-up on that particular story uh, with respect to uh, Benavita saying he's going to break the job. Caleb Plant wrote Dan Ambrose in uh, BoxingNews24.com. He said that... Uh, David Benavidez says he's going to knock Caleb Plant out and break his jaw on Saturday, March 25th, when he defends his WBC super middleweight title in the main event, uh, I said, uh, at the MGM Grand Garden Arena in Las Vegas. During the face-off at uh, today's uh, press conference, Benavidez says he told Plant 22-1 that he's going to knock him out. Benavidez has wanted to get a chance to put Plant in his place for the last three years, and he's getting his opportunity to face him now. If uh, if it falls if if it it falls on Saturday, maybe a word missing here. If he fails on Saturday night, this could be the last chance Benavidez gets that fighting plant or landing a fight against Canelo Alvarez. Unfortunately for Benavidez, it's not going to be easy for him to put hands on plant because he's a mover and will likely be running around the ring as fast as possible to keep from sustaining punishment. Plant's last fight against 32, 38-year-old Anthony Durrell was virtually unwatchable due to all the movement he, he was going to in fight until he finally stopped in the ninth round to land a fight-ending left hook to the head of the aging Flint, Michigan native. It's likely that Plant will try to land a similarly sneaky shot on Saturday night against Benavidez, but his chances of scoring a knockout aren't good because he's got a rock chin, a rock iron chin, sorry. Moreover, Benavidez will be ready for Plant to try and pull a similar move on him, so he'll be less likely to be caught unaware in the same way that the past his prime Durrell was. I said Benavidez, I told him that he was a pussy and that I was going to knock him out. I'm happy that we're able to get this face off. I think as you get older, you gain more power. Everyone's saying that Caleb Plant has gained more power. I was already a power puncher when I was 20, and I was coming up. I'm 26 now. Nobody's mentioning my power. I've gained more power in training camp. I'm very excited. I worked very hard for this fight. This is the movement in time that I knew I was going to get to. I prepared extremely well for this time, and I'm just ready. <laughs> His eyes were glassy, he concluded. I feel like he was scared. I can go on and say all things that I think I see in him, but it's just time to fight. I'm pumped. I'm excited. I can't wait to get in there. <laughs> David Benavidez, at his best. All right. Let's move along to... Uh, some of the guys who do not like each other, Tyson Fury and Alexander Usyk, continue their war of words. Uh, this comes out of uh, England. Sky Sports says plans to stage Tyson Fury versus Alexander Usyk on all four of the major heavyweight titles next month. They've imploded. Fury has uh, declared that to be Usyk's fault. Plus, Otto Wallen offers to step in to fight Fury, while Martin Bacoli now hopes to position himself to challenge Usyk. And this is in the wake, as we recall yesterday's newscast, uh, in the wake of what uh, Eddie Hearn had to say. Anyway, uh, 
So Fury had uh, been on course uh, to box uh, unified WBO, WBA, IBF champ Usyk on April 29th. But despite a long period of negotiation, the two teams could not reach a conclusion and talks finally collapsed on Wednesday, as we all know. Fury has accused Usyk of running, saying, you were never man enough to tangle with the Gypsy King ever in your life. Usyk had accepted Fury's public challenge of taking the short end of a 70-30 purse split on the proviso that Fury made a sizable donation to the Ukrainian relief effort. In a foul-mouthed tirade on social media on Thursday, that would be yesterday, Fury declared that Usyk tried all week to get out of it, begging for a rematch. You got your rematch, then didn't even want to fight at that. You, you little 14-stone coward. <laughs> Sorry, Usyk's promoter, Alex uh, Krasjuk, revealed to Sky Sports that the discussion over the rematch clause and the purse split for the potential second fight was the final straw for the unified champion. Krasjuk said that the rematch clause was just the point where it all exploded. The discussion about the rematch split was just the point where Usyk was fed up with everything. He said, how many more times do I have to bow my head in front of Tyson? Why should I do this? It's enough. Either he accepts what I say or leave. Tyson did not accept it, and he left. Krasjuk did say a one-fight deal could still be acceptable, although then the split should not be 70-30. The fight, it appears, cannot be saved, and in the coming days, the WBA is expected to instruct Usyk to box its mandatory challenger, Daniel Dubois. Said Fury, keep running. Fight Dubois at the copper box. And always know you or anybody else like you can never tangle with the Gypsy King. <laughs> All right, good stuff. Now, moving along in the heavyweight division, we see that uh, Jermaine Franklin is about to tackle uh, Anthony Joshua in a ring. Jermaine Franklin believes he's discovered the kryptonite to bring former unified heavyweight champ Anthony Joshua to earth on April 1st in their scheduled 12-round fight that will be shown on the zone at the O2 Arena in London, England. Franklin, who's 21-1, by the way, 14 knockouts, who arguably should be undefeated, uh, is 100% convinced that the surefire way of defeating Joshua is by hitting him with an avalanche of punches to break him mentally. With Joshua, now 24-3, and by the way, Franklin notes that it's more mental than physical, as he hates getting hit and becomes frustrated when his opponents touch him with shots. It doesn't seem to matter if they lack power. Joshua does not enjoy getting hit and starts to question himself and falls to pieces rapidly when we saw him in two fights with Alexander Usyk. This, by the way, comes courtesy of uh, Jake Tiernan over at uh, BoxingNews24.com. Even when AJ fought Dillian White in 2015, he was shaky in the second and third rounds when he got hit with punches that weren't the bazooka variety we've seen from the body snatcher during his career. White had Joshua questioning himself with average blows to the head and body. It, it, he doesn't like to be touched. From everything I've watched, he doesn't like to get touched a lot, said Jermaine Franklin. So just hitting him would frustrate him a lot. Basically, I'm going to get in there and stay busy, get him out the game plan. We're going to be ready for whatever. It doesn't matter if he wants to box, if he wants to brawl, said Franklin. It is interesting that Franklin, 29, was able to pick up the deficiency in Joshua's game so quickly, which other opponents of his uh, ilk have failed to identify. 
That shows Franklin's keen insight and explains why he's got the better of White last November in their fight at Wembley Arena in London. Franklin understood how to defeat Dillian and went about his business like a surgeon, getting the better of him in virtually every exchange until the final seconds of the 12th, when he was momentarily knocked off balance by a big left hook that caused him to fall into the ropes. I want to nail everybody to the canvas. I'm going to be in there and beat him down to where there's no doubt in anybody's mind that I won the fight, said Franklin. Wow, it's going to be a good one. And there we have it. Thank you, Carl. I enjoyed your show last night as well. Carl from Last Bell Boxing, two thumbs up. Um, you got anything good to say to me today? Last Bell Boxing, we'll be at the Joshua fight. Boom, good for you. Um, uh, you can't use the P word at this. Uh, yes. Just quoting, just quoting the P word. But this show is not intended for kids. We all know that. All right, sports fans, that's it for me. Remember to like, share, subscribe, hit that notification bell. We'll see you later on at 4 p.m. And then later on at 7 p.m. Eastern time when I join first uh, Mike Gordon, Cedric Ben for their show, Knuckle Up. And then the Friday night panel. And hopefully Carl will join us on Friday night as well.